everybody. This is Stephanie Ruper. Thank you so much for tuning into the Naked Humanity podcast, where we take a deep, deep dive into what it means to be human in the modern world. Today is episode number 43X, and I'm going to be responding to a listener query about dealing with political differences. So I am very happy that Jonas wrote in today to ask me about experiencing political difference because boy, oh boy, do I have opinions about this. I have opinions. I have a lot of opinions uh, because I am witnessing a lot of things in the world today that I think are deeply problematic. Uh, And I will talk about that uh, after I read Jonas's question. Perhaps you will experience some resonance or understand where Jonas is coming from, or know some people who feel that way. Hopefully this can be relevant to you. I think in a time in which we have so much political animosity, you know, Americans are statistically like twice as angry as they were just 10, 15 years ago. It's crazy, you know, it's and very, very real. So uh, do, yeah relax. (laughs) Do relax. Let us try to relax. Let us try to figure out how to talk to one another. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, That requires me reading Jonas's question, which again, I'm so excited to have received. So uh, here it is. Stephanie. Hey, period. I'm not sure if this is a good question to ask you, but I think I remember you saying something on well-fed women before about inhabiting different political worlds. I'm wondering if you can comment on this or relate to my experience. I grew up in a community in Pennsylvania that is pretty blue collar and pretty conservative. I moved away for college, then to the city, quote, Baltimore, sorry, parentheses, and now just see the world through radically different eyes that pretty much everyone in my family does. I come home and want to talk about climate change and feminism and liberating the poor, but when I try to do so, mom goes all quiet and it looks like dad's eyes are going to pop out of his head. It's not that they don't love me or that I don't love them, but we seem absolutely incapable of of talking to each other about this kind of stuff anymore. I'm starting to really hate some people in my extended family too. And I hate that I feel like I hate them, but their views just seem so backward to me. I try to tell them that I just learned more about the world when I went to college, not that I was brainwashed by some liberal elite or whatever. I literally can't seem to get them to listen to me because everything I have to say is immediately shut down as liberal media brainwashing and et cetera. I want to love my family and I want to talk with them about these issues that have become so important to me, but I just don't see where to start. What do you think? Thanks in advance, Jonas. I think a lot of things, Jonas. Thank you so much for sharing. I actually, I don't have a ton and I don't have the exact same story as you, but I do come from a conservative area and a conservative family. Uh, and I do now live in a very liberal, very progressive uh, world. And I have for uh, the last 13 years or so, you know, bouncing around various college and university towns. And I have, I have said I have opinions. So I said that I wanted to talk about something that I'm witnessing in the world today. And I will I'll use this as a way back into Jonas's question. I saw a post from an anonymous person to an anonymous Facebook phenomena here in Oxford uh, where somebody said, basically, hi, I'm a little worried about coming to Oxford. 
I believe that all people have dignity and need to be treated with care and respect and compassion. Uh, but that being said, I know that my views are pretty conservative. They're informed by my background and by religion. Uh, I believe that uh, people who identify as transgender are, again, very legitimate, deserving people. Uh, but maybe they there is something wrong with them. Maybe they uh, could use therapy or something, right? Um, this was the essence of their post. Um, and they even said, look, um, I'm hoping that people will talk with me about this and not just shout at me because when you just shout at people who think things like I do, uh, then you're just alienating them and driving them further away from you. And then people proceeded to just comment after comment, after comment, transphobic, get out of here, transphobic, get out of here, transphobic, get out of here, cancel. You are canceled basically. Um, and this is hugely problematic for me. The biggest muscle that all of us, I think, need to flex in the world is our capacity to understand where other people are coming from, period, and treat them with compassion, period. I don't care if you are really progressive and you think that, say, for example, that America needs to ban a certain kind of gun. I don't care if you have very deep political convictions of any kind. I don't care if you... Um, are very affiliated with and identified with and believe in trans rights, which I do, of course. But we must not have a triggering reflex, like a triggered reflex, to react to somebody immediately and dismiss them for expressing a view. Yes, this person who has a particular belief about transgender people is wrong, I'm quite sure, based on science, right? But I can also understand that they grew up in a world where God organizes gender and makes men and makes women. And so the way that they might make sense of somebody feeling like they're in the wrong body is saying, oh, maybe we need to help them somehow, you know, maybe changing their bodies isn't the right thing to do. And to reiterate, I disagree with this person, but I understand that coming from this context makes them feel this way, think this way, and they're willing to engage in conversation, you know, and if we cannot handle that, if we cannot appreciate that with openness, then that's our problem. You know, even if you are deeply wounded, let's say triggered by somebody saying something negative about a group to which you belong or a group that you think is really marginalized and needs help, if that makes it impossible for you to consider them with compassion, I think that's actually a, a problem. Um, we need to be resilient, I believe, in our discourse, and we need to not run with our feelings, and we need to not use our offense as a reason to turn away. That's just, that's not productive. And I'm not saying that Jonas is doing this, but 
I wanted to discuss this because I also get very upset when I encounter people from my hometown who insist on saying things that I find really racist, you know? I also understand the context into which they were born and how these formed, they formed these views and I talk with them about it. And if they're going to, if I think there's a chance they'll revise them, we'll discuss it. And if I think there's no chance they're going to revise their reviews, then I let it go, you know, and I still hold them with compassion and maybe we can have discussions about other things. Maybe I can learn, maybe I'm wrong. There is a possibility that we are all wrong about everything, you know, or have something to learn or can learn about compassion or about where this person we're talking to comes from or about the perspective they have on the world. Like, what is it like to grow up in a community where you think men are like this and women are like this? And that's the way it has to be. There are opportunities for learning in all interactions. And I think that we need to check ourselves. And so, you know, when I, I grew up in a conservative home and I went away to college and I came back and I was a vegetarian and I was doing environmental studies and I was talking about climate change. You know, it sounds a lot like what Jonas is talking about. Uh, and some of the people I talked to were like, what, what? No. And they were deeply offended that I had gone away and changed. And I was deeply offended that they hadn't learned the same things I had. We really care about a lot of things. I understand that there's a psychology of something called sacred values and we tie our identities to them and we tie our visions of the world to them. And so if we make something like progressivism, a sacred value, if you make something like caring about trans rights, a sacred value, great, you know, but be aware of it because when people transgress our sacred values, we react as though they have attacked our gods. I'm serious. The reaction is the same. And while it's very important to be passionate about issues for which we are fighting politically, A, we still must have humility and try to learn. Uh, and B, it's very important to not exercise hate, right? To get angry. The world will never, ever, ever be resolved by futile hatred. Anger uh, that is fueling in a particular way, sure, yes, that can help you. But anger... And being indignant, these need to be tools that you utilize, not emotions that use you, right? You have to govern yourself and check yourself and watch yourself and see how you're reacting to things, I think, personally, um, as opposed to letting those things rule you. And so I would recommend going home, talking to whomever from back home, thinking about their context, thinking about what you can learn from them. Try to understand the news sources that they're consuming. You know, don't have conversations where you just shout at each other. Well, you know, you're brainwashed or you're transphobic or you're racist or whatever. Don't shout, but say, find something you can chat about. Like, hey, let's chat about our various news sources and why they have differing opinions. You know, let's chat about the structure of the media. Let's talk about Fox News and let's talk about MSNBC and let's talk about all these different ways in which... Like people are selling us news stories for money because that's a real thing. You know, you can connect on that. Um, let's talk about what makes us different and let's talk about what makes us the same. You know, what unites us? Do we both still care about compassion? Do we both still care about dignity? Do we both still care about certain values? 
the chances are pretty good. Yes. And, you know, to be honest and all frankness, if you want to convince somebody of something, the absolute last thing you want to do is put them on the defensive, call them stupid. You know, the best thing you can do is ally yourself to them. People listen more to people with whom they feel they have resonance, with whom they feel safe, with whom they share values. That's a basic psychological fact. So be compassionate, listen, go mm -hmm, a lot. And every once in a while, ask a probing question. You know, be Socratic. This was Socrates genius. People don't like being told they're dumb, don't like being made to feel dumb, don't like being shouted at or talked down to. Uh, but people do like responding to questions and thinking actively. They really, really do. So approach people of difference like that. And you might actually learn things. They might actually learn things. Always ask questions first. Always. Especially when you encounter ideas you don't like. That's a, it's a very firm belief of mine. I told you I had opinions and I wanted to share. Uh, but that's really how I feel about the political landscape today and how we need to be active within it. Um, so I'm going to wrap that up uh, and share with you, uh, of course, the uh, shopkeeping from today. If you want to win a free book, you can enter a book giveaway uh, by writing a review of the podcast somewhere, taking a screenshot of it or a photo of it with your phone if you're doing it on your computer uh, and sending it to me at stephanie at nakedhumanity.org. You can also send it to me on any of the social media platforms. I will get it, which is what a number of recent uh, submitters have done, which is how they have won. Um, this week's winner uh, used a screen name Lovebug96. Very cute. Sounds like what I was, you know, remember AOL screen names. Those of us who are millennials or older, uh, my first screen name was Zulu Stuff. I had a stuffed animal named Zulu. It was a zebra. Uh, anyway, um, so she was our winner, which is very exciting. Um, and thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. And if you want to submit a question for the podcast, get at me in a number of different ways. You can submit a anonymous question, uh, by going to stephanieruper.com slash form. There's also a link in my Insta profile. Uh, if you just want to click on that and you can submit a question anonymously, anything you want or curious about. Uh, just want to say, I will respond to, I am so, so happy to do that um, for all of you in this uh, project that I'm hoping is becoming uh, more responsive uh, to your needs while continuing to host um, really amazing people and guests who have cool insights and probing questions about, you know, coping uh, with being uh, human today and trying to get a handle uh, on what is going on and, and what we can do about it. These are all the questions we're dealing with and I'm so excited uh, to have you with me on this journey. So thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will of course be back next week. If you have any questions, get at me. I'm Stephanie Ruper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is Naked Humanity. Take care.